0: But I know my worth if Hannah had to twerk it out, understand I'ma play my, my, my hand Pocket aces, fuck them haters, front pages, interviews Talk shows and magazines with champagne in my
1: glass Sorry I'm late, I just don't give a fuck
0: Check one, check two, check three And we're live with the Late to Work podcast in your fucking ear <laughs>
1: what up, what up, what up It's episode 3 We are here The Voice Against Fuckery Live and direct It's your boy Money Mitch A.K.A. King Lear A.K.A. M.L. Gainer 22 On one or more social platforms Find a nigga If you can't find a nigga I don't really want to know you
0: and it's only Chris Allen on all the social medias that I want you to find me on. So, <laughs> <laughs> I've been thinking, like, I as far as, because I do stand-up, and I just go by my name, Chris Thomas, which is like the boring fucking name. I'm thinking hmm. about just, like, doing my stage name and just, like, see it, Allen Thomas. Because
1: Yo, great. where w- sorry to get mad distracted off of it, but where does the Allen come from? It's my middle name. Oh, okay, that yeah, makes sense, so, okay. Yeah. I, I, no, I thought you, like, changed your name from no, <laughs>
0: Witness Protection yeah, Program. <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean? Like, awesome. like Why are you talking <laughs>
1: about that on air then, man? I'm looking for you. I try to get got up.
0: No, no, that's my middle name, so I just like.
1: My oh, that's God. funny, because that's why I go by King Lear, because that's my middle name. Yeah. Work?
0: Oh, okay. All right, all right, all right. Yeah.
1: Only, only Chris Allen and at King Lear. Let me know. I'll <laughs> change my socials one day when I'm not baked and I have yeah. some fucking <laughs> time on <in> my hands. <laughs> Uh, when y'all want to intern for us and start doing this shit, that'd be cool, yeah, too. Be uh, cool. You can get us on Twitter. It's at underscore late to work two with the numeral. Uh, we'll be on Instagram eventually.
0: Yeah, and on Facebook. Eventually. Yeah, Facebook.
1: Yeah, yeah we'll, we'll get there. Yeah. Uh, that shit's really not. Twitter's not really that important. It's just easier for people to follow us at. <laughs> Uh, also, since SoundCloud is going to die soon, uh, let us know where y'all like to listen to podcasts.
0: Yeah. Because Chance, they only keep it up for right? so long. Like,
1: <laughs> hopefully, Chance the Rapper buys SoundCloud and saves all of our lives. But if not, like, God. Somebody dude. sent me a. Let me Google that for you of how to get on Stitcher. Yeah. Uh, I'm kidding. I already got that shit locked. But fuck you, Spotify. <laughs> anyway.
0: Anyways. Uh,
1: other things we want to. I don't know. No, I, have, think, I think. Other things
0: to intro? We don't have any really ads yet. No, we don't. Shout um, out advertisers. Yeah. Pay uh, us, we'll read shit. Yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, if you listen to the Behind the Mic podcast that we posted, do um, you know we're kind of forming our identity. So uh, how we're going to approach this episode is like we're going to just about to go through some topics and then we're going to run them down and <laughs> unpack them and call out the fuckery within them. Which you should be trying to find the fuckery within yourself. I look at the fucker I know there's fuckery. Yeah, in that's me. a
1: great place to start. To be with
0: you. <laughs> it is. That,
1: so we were having this conversation earlier. We should do the
0: episode so, about just like our fuckery. Uh, what your yeah, yeah. fuckery? No, uh, our, our internal fuckery. fuckery.
1: Well, so one of the, one of the things I was saying earlier is like, I don't. And obviously, you know, if if you you know listen to the the behind the mic, there, <laughs> uh, like you cannot be con- Like you can't be sure of yourself with anything. Like I know there's a good chance i'm wrong about every single thing in my life Mm i but the confidence that gives you is so free you know what i mean like i am confident in everything that i do now because i know like there's a good chance i'm wrong and i'm just doing it because i think this is the right way and i can learn the better way and the only way i'm going to learn that probably is by trying it my way and failing you know what i mean or by starting to do it my way and somebody else pointing out how i'm doing it wrong you know what i mean like that's how that's the path to self-discovery, man. Uh, but, like, honestly, and that involves, like, the reason people don't do that is because that involves admitting you're wrong all the time. That shit sucks. Yeah. Like, you have to look in the mirror and be like, yo, I'm on some fuck shit right now.
0: Well, here's what, when anyone's asked me questions about, like, oh, That well, sounds like, so preachy. No, but here's the thing. I'm gonna sound a little bit preachy, but I, I feel like it's, it's worth examining. Anytime someone's, like, asked me, like, about, like, religion or like they're atheists or they're uh or they're super whatever whether muslim christian or whatever or you know they're just super right wing or super left wing and they're just like hardcore like this is right this is wrong i'm always like look and they, and they want to bring me in and persuade me one way or the other i might look if you look at what we know as human beings we know shit we live in the earth which is like 70 some percent water, but we've only explored 10% of the ocean. So we don't know shit about the earth. If you look at the universe, we know shit about the universe. We know of of what our universe is created. We know less than 10% of what like is our universe. And the rest we call like dark matter or black matter and shit. The rest we just we just have no fucking clue. So even just to give me your opinion of what's right or wrong, it's just like shut the fuck up. You just don't know shit. We don't know collectively, we don't know shit. We got iPhones, but we don't we don't know shit. We really don't know. We put a couple of things together, we done some cool shit. But we you, we might as well be ants. We might as well be apes. We, we don't fucking know. So don't give me your opinion of what right or what. There is no God or there is a God because you just don't fucking know. So shut up. But with that
1: <laughs> being said, the funny shit is, like, we all have an opinion on those things. We do. You know what I mean? So it's like, is there a God? Is abortion right? Is, you know, <laughs> and you, you, these were questions. that were, This is the shit I would point to to, to prove that point, right? Mm-hmm. Is, is interracial marriage okay, right? Mm-hmm. That was a real question. That was It's still a real question for certain people, for certain portion of the population. But I'm saying, like, the, the majority public has agreed that there agree. is, at least scientifically, even if you don't think so, like, morally, right? Uh, you could disagree morally. Most people agree biologically, it's not going to cause any problems. Dude, I have, that, <laughs> that was a real quandary
0: of scientific fact in, like, the 1960s. Yeah, I'm a whole, I'm kind of a bit developing on, on interracial it's The whole bit's about, like, people saying don't make decisions with your dick. And I was like, my dick's been making great decisions. Like, society said no to interracial relationships. My dick was like, nah, fuck that. Like, it's like it, it unpackaging. It I'm not going to lie. Like,
1: I, I get slandered by women for this all the time. But, like, I i have barely dated black women. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I had, like, a one-week relationship with a black girl in, like, middle mm-hmm. school. Mm-hmm. Uh i i had a a, a a thing i don't know how to mm. quantify it, mm-hmm. but like re, like maybe a year ago mm-hmm. uh with a girl who was mixed like i am mm-hmm. uh like a, you know black and a bunch of other shit mm-hmm. uh and that was about it yeah <laughs> and like a couple spanish girls you know but but it's just like i where I grew up like i it i just didn't. White girls, because that's who was around. Yeah,
0: uh, this is before cell phones, man. Like, Dude, this is no, what it was. That is uh, something that I have a whole theory on. On that, and it's a theory. Okay, so just to run through it quickly, because uh-huh. I don't, we get, we easily can get, we can easily drift off into the abyss on certain topics. Give, give me but, your
1: why I date white girls
0: theory. Before okay, just like okay, every person who well, is white n- on the internet. No, n- I don't think it's like because I've I haven't dated a lot of women, but I've slept with <laughs> probably. I, are you comfortable uh, <laughs> saying how many? Is that, is that too close to ask? I, I, how many women have you slept with? I don't. I, I stopped counting. Um, is
1: the body count that high? Like, when you, what number did you stop counting at?
0: Like, I'm, are we talking like you, I lost track of like twenties, or I lost track of like triple digits? Oh no, nah, I don't think I've hit any triple digits, but if if I did, I, if like, I
1: did, uh, so you're uh,
0: approaching. <laughs> I don't know. You're I are flirting know. with I, don't you. know. okay. I, 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 I haven't counted. No,
1: I always thought my body count was real, so like I didn't. Okay, a flirt with triple digits? <laughs>
0: <laughs> Probably hey, no, nah. not no. Like, hey fellas, I don't know. Twenty. Oh, I don't know. Whatever. I don't 20. want to put that out there again. Okay. Uh, all right. Uh, Twenty. But here we go. Um, my theory on it is that one is like, it's it's. It, if you go to a school, if you go to like, uh, let's say, a predominantly white school, and you're uh, a black kid, mm. then you're all through high school. You're like, okay, like everyone's like, yo, like Melissa is the dopest girl. Melissa is so dope in high school and in middle school and high school, whatever, and she's the hot girl. Then she represents the hot girl in your mind, and so in your mind, it's like this. Maybe she's like cheerleader, she's the blonde hair, and she's the blue eye and so okay, she's super fucking banging. Mm. And then that's like everyone's talking about her and maybe there's like three high girls in there, they're all cheerleaders in your in her high school and that's like what you identify as a high girl. Not to mention that like media, movies and so forth portray mm. like these, just, what the hot girl is supposed what to be to people girl, like you. Yeah, and that is different in each media portrayal. Exactly. What the hot
1: girl is supposed to be to, you know, the one Asian character that shows up in a sitcom or the one black character versus the, you know, lead yeah. or, you know, male teenager, male fuckboy. Exactly.
0: <laughs> so, um... Yeah, so I think that there is, like, a little bit of, like, programming there to where, like, okay, well, like, and then that dimension, like, socially, you're, like, you're around, if you're from that society, from a certain, like, culture and so forth, let's say your friends are, like, 80% Eighty percent white because you live in this neighborhood and you have black friends, but like just not a ton of opportunity to meet like sisters.
1: So, wait, so what's what's the what's the theory there? Like, the
0: theory is that like you're almost structured. I mean, everything because is because
1: made, essentially the the hot girl painted to your your your, your, your image there. at the time of where you conceptualized like sexual attraction it's is like, therefore that.
0: Yeah, exactly. So here, to mention okay, that dimension. Okay, so here's my
1: here's my counter on that. Okay, is. So I don't know about you, you know, when, when I identified hot girl, right, mm-hmm. it was probably, I don't know, 10, 11, 12, 13, mm-hmm. maybe, probably younger than that, probably mm-hmm. like 10 or 11. It was the first time I had an idea of like, ooh, like there's hot girls mm-hmm. in the world, like big mm-hmm. boobs, ha ha ha, yeah. like bo- you know, like those were like funny and like now attractive to me. Mm-hmm. Whatever idea I had of Hot Girl from, like, 11 to, like, 14, mm-hmm. once I hit, like, my rebellious years
0: mm-hmm.
1: of, like, 14 to 19, mm-hmm. completely shifted. Right. Like, Hot Girl at, like, 11 was, like, yo, 5'11", big, you know, triple D fake tits, mm-hmm. blonde hair, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. G-strings. I, I hate all of that shit. Yeah. I think all of that shit. Not, you know, don't disrespect ladies like that, but, like, that's just not for me, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. It's like... And so, I went a whole, like, 180 by, like, 15. It was all, like, short brunettes, like, you know, fucking five two and under, mm-hmm. you know, brunette girls with brown eyes mm-hmm. who had, like, master's degrees. Yeah. And that was, like, my type now. Yeah. But I'm saying, like, I, I agree with you where mm-hmm. it just depends on what your alternatives are. Yeah,
0: yeah. Because
1: if you live in a place where, like, you can get over, you know, big-chested blondes or, you know, mm-hmm. you know, if you're super into like, you know, tattooed like, you know, biker chicks or something like that, yeah. you know what I mean? Then like, whenever you rebel, mm. what are your options? Yeah. Like my options were short brunette Italian girls, mm. short brunette Portuguese yeah. girls. That was a my, couple. Th- yeah, you know what I mean. It it was, was, yeah, it was, that was my second. Tier but I, I, on I feel that like that. Like,
0: but if you live in a place that has enough diversity, like, then, then I think I think you live in a world that has enough diversity. Then you, it does affect your taste so like if you were in new york yeah then like i I think you would date different girl it would i think it would the, it was still you I would think... still date white girls but i think would, you would date uh latino girls and there will be asian girls and like black girls does the internet like that. make up for that ah, it doesn't make up for what's in your a, a little bit because now you can date using apps and shit like that well not even now what i'm saying is like
1: your, Your taste like, of like yeah, you're, I say this with music all the time, right? There used to be a New York hip hop sound, mm-hmm. a Atlanta hip hop. Now there's just like there's different. You can identify certain producers or whatever, but music comes from everywhere and sounds similar to in a lot of different places. I, you know, Toronto
0: sounds like Atlanta. I I think so to a certain extent, but I still think that like if you look at the fact that Black women are only eight percent of the population, mm-hmm. and you look at uh. What's portrayed in the media is still going to be portrayed as like Scarlett Johansson, still going to be like the hot girl in, uh, in the media. There is no, there's never going to be like a hot, there's never going to be like a black Kardashian family. Like, because that, like, we're only, there's a section, there's white guys, there, that white guy from 20, their average white guy from, let's see, the money making demographic is like like 35 18 to 35 or 18 to 25 that's where everyone was the target um that's the majority of of white guys I just have a feeling that like they they want that hot blonde they want or like they want uh yeah I don't know I don't know I'm, I'm unpacking this as I'm saying it so it may sound ridiculous
1: so... I, I, I hear where you're coming from. Just, this, this rocked my world and changed my mind about this very topic not that long ago. Mm. I came home, right, and uh, my girlfriend who listened to the first episode of this podcast, me and her, mm. we're having the conversation about the celebrity cheat list thing. Because she, she, mm. she doesn't have one and like, things that's stupid or whatever. Anyway. <laughs> and so my roommate was home, and my roommate is... A 27 year old straight white male who wears a cross on his neck daily. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, he he is the target demo. Uh-huh. Like, if people like him buy your shit, you'll make all the fucking money in yeah. the world because there's a lot of hims. Mm-hmm. But yeah. I'm I, not to, like, call him basic. Like, he's a very unique yeah. nigga. Like, that's my guy. Uh-huh. Uh, I say that to say, we're having this conversation about, like, celebrity crushes, right? And, mm-hmm. like, your celebrity, like, cheat list with your mm-hmm. significant other is always your hot Like, that's your girl, right? Yeah. That's the it girl, right? Yeah. He is on record having said to me on numerous occasions, again, not to slander my roommate—that's my guy. He gets a hood pass in every category. I'm allowed to give one. Yeah. Has said on many on many occasions, bro. I just don't do chocolate. Yeah. Like it's not like super. It's not in the yeah. black girl. Not his thing. I, yeah. You know who he says off rep? Like if I get one celebrity cheat day, mm-hmm. Alicia Keys. Alicia Keys. Is there boy. a blacker person in like? Well, the she's f- Forefront. Of, f- fair, but yeah. she's like her and Swiss beats yeah, are like the exactly. yeah, Afrocentric yeah, yeah, couple. Yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so I'm just like. Clearly that can work.
0: Yeah, you know what I mean. I, I think he can. I think, like Rih- Rihanna, has plenty of
1: white boy dreams, bro.
0: Yeah, 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 <laughs> you know I mean? yeah. I think, I think it's 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 selective though. But look at like those are talented, uh, like fucking women. Yeah, that's yeah. the thing. You can't just be hot. Yeah, that's it, the problem. Yeah. But I
1: don't hate that. I'm okay with our well, sisters only getting ahead
0: of your awesome well, talent. Well, I'm I th- cool with that. I think that um there's a couple And that... I don't mean that to hate
1: on women. I mean I'm just saying like I think that should be the bar for all women. Well, I think okay And all men.
0: <laughs> I think uh the Kardashian was a unique Yeah, like I don't want It was a unique equation ahead. in order to come up. One, you had the sex hate, two, she was like with um OJ, all that. Yeah, you have that. You have Bruce you, Jenna the former. Olympian. And then she was with she was like best friends with like Paris Hilton and all yeah. that. It was like a unique equation. Like yeah, I, yeah, that but I think like crazy. a girl like like who said there's like this fitness slash uh there's two Gen, like uh, Jenna Michael's? Jenna Fumes or whatever. She she's like the dopest black girl. She's probably mixed or something like Jenna on the fumes? Like, I'm going to show you a picture. I'm sorry if you're listening to this. I will spell out her Instagram so you can fucking search this girl up. But she's probably the baddest girl. My boy just sent her... Uh,
1: <laughs> Sliding the DMs on here.
0: No, you he didn't, like, slide... Dude, this chick is the baddest chick on the planet. Probably. And it's like...
1: Oh, I'm saying, yo, she has a... Yeah, yo, you want to uh, Let me just describe briefly for our listeners how bad this chick is. I didn't know her name. I didn't well, know she she Antonio Brown. I, I just saw bit. her in memes. Oh yeah, she's so like she's one of those like, oh my god, <laughs> goals type memes that like women post yeah, on their Instagram. Yeah. It's just a it's bunch of those her. photos. Yeah.
0: I didn't realize that was a real person. Yeah, this chick. Okay, <laughs> so, frightening, it, uh, and I also feel old. Her uh, Instagram is like it's at Jenna J E N A, and then. Fumes, I'm gonna guess it's okay, I'm gonna spell the whole out. Jenna J E N A F R U M E S. So like search her, she's dope. And she dated like Antonio Brown for a little bit before he went back to his baby mama, but she's just coldest girl on the planet. Just like just give her a gander. My friends, my listeners. Look, but- can I
1: just quick sidetrack? Do you really do you like follow Instagram models?
0: Yeah, I definitely follow them. I know I and I feel bad because I follow them because it's just like I'm pretty much just thirst. That's just, <laughs> it's just The is so real. It's, just like, thirst. it's like but it's just thirst. But I here's my thing. No, I appreciate the honesty
1: of that. Here's my here's no. my
0: thing about following Instagram I, I just right. like to look at fucking beautiful things. And if I can open up my phone and be like I like looking at that and she's beautiful and I don't care. If she's holding up some tea that I'll never buy or whatever. I just, if if my day is like the look at like, if, if, if my day increases the amount of like beautiful women that I look at, I'm just like, I'm Gucci with that. Whatever. They can see this. They can take this thirst. See, <laughs> it's funny. Cause like, I get that. Cause like, I remember
1: for sure back in like my MySpace days, for example, like yeah. I am mad like, teal-tequila-esque tequila, pages on my MySpace. <laughs> yeah. like, believe that. Yeah. But then like, I guess I never realized like how thankful I am for like, the, the industries that raised me. Like, I, mm. I've been in the restaurant industry for a long time before mm. I graduated college. Mm. Uh, that's not to say you shouldn't go to college and still stay in the restaurant industry because it can provide a lot of good things to a lot of good people, yeah. uh, as it has to me. But one of the things that has provided me is like I've met a lot of people in entertainment, a lot of models, a lot of you know girls who I worked with who became models or dancers mm-hmm. or singers or whatever. Uh, and, you know, a lot of guys I know who are producers and DJs and you know VJs and all sorts of cool shit. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And my normal like Instagram time on Twitter time on yeah. Facebook feed whatever yeah. is just littered with those girls anyway. Just yeah. girls I know yeah. who are just like dope. Yeah Like there's at least Probably like 15-20 girls Like I You know Not that we're like Best fucking friends
0: But we're like we No
1: We're we normal Facebook friends Like yo yeah. You, know, you comment like Hey like where should Yo I know, get my car fixed And like I recommend you To yeah. my buddy kind of shit Like normal people And I'm just like yo I assume like I th- It just seems like You know Every one of those posts Has you know 8,000 likes I assumed mm. Enough people Know these people Who like They're just kind of like A collection of all those people You know what I mean Yeah But I was like, then I know, like, oh, it's just like nobody knows those people in real life. Like, it's
0: weird to me. Yeah, it is weird. It's a weird dynamic. Um, I
1: really don't like. I don't follow any like anyone for their attraction that I don't know. Like, I follow a bunch of brands and shit. I follow like like artists and shit. But I don't follow any like models.
0: No, I I will follow you because of. you're hot as fuck. Before I will like if I like your. So music, how do you how
1: do you find your Instagram? Followers? This is getting usually, okay. this is
0: becoming the most ratchet podcast of all time. <laughs>
1: how do you find your Instagram? Followers? Who who you stalking? Who you creeping? No, you. Like all my connections like friend like friends of friends. You know what I mean? Like there's this girl, uh, I want to check with her before I drop her shit on here. Mm. But this girl that I know, she's like a close friend of my buddy David. David's mm. an actor and a model. Like I've, I've seen them in a couple shoots together, and mm. like I was like, oh, like you're a dope model. I know a bunch of photographers. We've like. Talked a couple of times and like, to, uh, you know, mutual friends with Dave or David, whatever. And mm-hmm. now like I see her photos all the time. Like mm-hmm. God, she's like a ridiculously good-looking human being. Uh-huh. But like, I would have never found her photos otherwise. Like I don't know how people like how those other eight billion people liking yeah. that photo come across. Yeah, them.
0: I don't know either. Well, like usually it's just like I'm in like I'm you, at... you're one
1: of them, nigga. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I
0: probably follow her. Uh, usually, like I'm just like. I'm in a group chats with my friends and shit like that, so they send like me like oh look like check out this picture, and me and my me and my boys are like yo look at her and we like I'm like oh she's dope follow like I don't give a, like or if, like other girls post a picture of another girl I'm like oh fuck like oh yeah dark hair tattoos <laughs> fucking follow that shit I want to see her every day of my life I don't give a fuck that's hilarious. <laughs> but yeah it I, like there is a part of me that's like oh like. There's an ego section of part of me where I'm just like, oh, this girl doesn't fucking need my follows. Like, I I, I just don't care. It's just like, yo, it's Instagram. Like, if I'm not going to, like... See, so it's funny. Shit.
1: Like, my whole insecurity on that is, like, this sounds terrible. It's, like, the the inner, <laughs> like, the, the little male feminist voiced on my shoulder, mm-hmm. like... If you like that vo- if you like that photo you're you're just another like dirty male contributing to this terrible industry or if you like that photo you're like you're dehumanizing this woman and it's like but then on the other side your yeah. angel side it's like you're being a good feminist. You're you're supporting your fellow friend. You're uplifting this person. Yeah. And I think that's the reason, like maybe that's why I'm friends with so many models. Well, okay. Like, <laughs> I wanna be able to like it and not feel bad about
0: it. Yeah, but here's the thing, like <laughs> that's terrible. Um and like I understand like this girl, which I kinda got in I don't know if we got into it, we just didn't reach this girl was like, Yeah, she said she was a feminist and then she was like are you a feminist and I'm like that's a great question are you a feminist well okay and this is what I told her I'm like I'm, I'm a black dude so I'm against I'm against anyone not being treated properly based on any stereotypes with, whether or any like uh ethnics or race or sex or anything I'm so by, my autopilot is fucking mm-hmm. against bigotry and racism and sexism so he like, it's like Am I do I do, See, I, do I, I feel
1: w- like that's I'm not gonna lie like that is the boilerplate like standard black dude cop out answer I'm not saying that's what you're doing but I've heard a lot of black dudes be like well I'm a black guy I can't be
0: your no, misogynist no, like not, I understand it, it's I'm like not, when gay I,
1: people say they know what it's like to be black
0: no like, uh, I no. hate that shit okay I'm I, what, what bitch, I'm what, I'm not saying that I can I can be you can be black and be misogynistic and be sexist and so forth but what I'm saying is like, if, but you shouldn't be. and You're a hypocrite if you are. If you're a black dude against racism, and you but you're misogynistic and you're a sexist. You're a hypocrite. But what what I was what I was trying to explain to her is like, yeah, I, I've learned to appreciate everyone for the, who they. I'm like, like I've well, I'm sure I've done some misogynistic. This, I'm butchering that by the way Misogynist Yeah shit and I'm sure I've been a fucking some, There's some girls out there who can be like Yo he was creepy as fuck Yeah I'm sure I'm fucking And I'm sure there's some people who can say that you've done some racist shit Or some you know That's w- what's, what we can, can we clear up the internet <laughs> like, do, like every dude in the world Has done some creepy shit yeah, And for exactly. you ladies
1: out there I know you want us all to be flawless And there are some of us out here really fucking trying so maybe instead of jumping down our throat every single time we fuck up, support it in the effort to not do it as often. But I because, just, like, there's a lot less fuck shit happening. And,
0: and I'm the same way. It was like someone says something some like shit that's, like, borderline, like, it's not racist, but it can be, like, taken the wrong way I'd be like, yeah, no, that's not cool for a lot of people. Like, I don't give a fuck because I know who you are. I know your attention. Right. But, like...
1: That button, cool. and, 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 that's, and that's the way And that's what I mean But thank you for inserting that Because I was about to sound Like the wild fuckboy With that take yeah. It's like It's not like I'm saying Just let all that shit slide I'm no, saying I'm like, just, like Please check it like Appropriately Instead sound, of man. like Trying to like Just like Get the outrage machine flowing Like yeah. yeah you can be pissed Like feel free to check me And be like Yo that's some fuck shit to say Like and here's why Cool If you're just like You're an asshole You're a massager and stuff like Nah get the fuck out of here with That shit Like if you look at a Like uh, what's the the Charlemagne line like uh, it, it's some shit like if you, you know, I'll listen if you're going to teach me but if you just going to yell at me like yeah, yeah it, no, like, no
0: that's true but like yeah like okay so here's the thing all right so back to your question dialogue. am I do I yes, do, I, do I think I'm a feminist I don't think I'm a feminist I don't. I don't feel like. Interesting. I don't think I'm a feminist. I don't. I don't. I I use the word bitch a lot. (laughs) But I. But like. Some feminists would tell you bitch is feminist. Well, maybe I don't. Like I don't. I don't feel like. And this is why. Um. I. I, So you do not self-identify as a feminist. No, I don't self-identify as a feminist. Why? No. uh, Sorry, I'll let you finish your thought. Well, because like, okay, here's why. Like, I like the Patriots, and like. But I'm a Browns fan, and but the, I'm from Cleveland, and like it, it's just like I like them, I like what they're doing. But do I feel? And I'll go to games, and I'll wear a Patriots jersey, I'm with that. But do I Do if someone's like, "Yo, you are a Patriots fans?" Like, uh, I mean, like I like them. I'll go to the games, and if they're in the playoffs, like I root for them. But like, I, I, I'm. So I don't, you're, I don't you're think a casual I, feminist. I, what, a tangential I, feminist. Anymore. I'm just, I'm just. Ne- but like, if they're. And here's the thing like I just don't identify and maybe that's a mental connection to where, no, like, so- I just don't self identify as that I don't think about that as the first thing like oh like list of things that you are I would never it was just like list of things that you are feminists will never be the I wouldn't and right now today I would never write down I'm a feminist but if I saw something like someone being discriminated someone something unjust happened because of a, a, a someone was a female I would be the first one to be like yo that's fucked up and there's a lot of feminists out there that would label themselves as a feminist but some fucked up shit would happen to you they wouldn't say a goddamn thing and I think that's a big problem in society that like people are like oh you're not a feminist you don't identify a feminist but when shit hits the fan like regardless what I identify with I'm gonna be there. I'm gonna stand next to you, and I'm gonna be like, "Yo, this is fucked up. I'm not rocking with that. And what we gotta do? Like, where we untake it? Cause that's what that's where I'm at. And I think those people are more important than these these people who call themselves feminists on Twitter who won't do shit but tweet shit." When, when who never been in a fight, never never stood up for themselves their whole life. They'll tweet some shit. They'll call themselves feminist. But when the shit hits the fan, they've never done anything to stand up for themselves. They won't stand up for you. So fuck them. Have some people who real. I don't label myself as a feminist, but you're just like, yo, this guy's been an asshole. He's, this place is discriminating against me. Let's ride. I'm going to be there. So...
1: Do you think there are no feminists who've been there for that?
0: I think there is, there's a lot of feminists that have been there for that. What you're describing is is what feminism is. There's a a, section of feminists.
1: This has been my beef for a long time. It's like, when you use, to people outside of feminist circles, Mm. what the term feminist means is... Pretty much a definition of radical third wave feminism, Mm -hmm. like over the top anti anti male, uh, you know outrage driven propaganda driven. Mm -hmm. Like we like we need to do. It's almost getting polluted by that. It it, almost it has been polluted. And like part, one of my favorite examples of this is always the fact like. I and so I very loudly and probably identify as a male feminist. I think there's far far things less important about my identity mm-hmm. than being a male feminist because it is in direct conflict with that identity. Mm-hmm. Like this this horrific, just like you know, everything needs to be about you know. I, I'm trying to think how to how to phrase this as to like be delicate with my terminology mm-hmm. here is. Everything is about whether or not you identify as the right things or mm-hmm. on the right side of which issues. And if you are not, you can't sit with us. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? That's yeah. the third wave ideology. Is like, are can you? Know, there is no such thing as a, as a pro-life feminist to them. Mm-hmm. I think that's ludicrous. Yeah. I'm absolutely a pro-life feminist. Mm-hmm. You know why? Mm-hmm. Because being pro-life to me and what I would like to explain to other pro-lifers is about providing better access to abortion about providing better access to contraception providing better education around sexuality about mm. encouraging people to make better choices and then giving them the options when they don't to you know, re-empower their own lives mm-hmm. and when you do that as studies across the country and damn near every state for decades have shown mm-hmm. like <laughs> your rate of you know uh, infant mortality go you know is you know much better your you, you know, your rate of complicated pregnancies goes down your rate of abortions performed goes down everything people want less of happens mm-hmm. now that's a very feminist view as far as i'm concerned yeah when i Talk about it with professionals I've had and people who work in fucking you know human rights trafficking fucking cases yeah. and work at you know victim advocates. In mm-hmm. those circles, everybody seems to be on board that that's a you know, fairly feminist viewpoint. Yeah. But then there's your section of tr- you know Twitter trolls that you discussed there, mm. who will kill me for that.
0: Yeah. And well, the waters got murky there. How? Well, because you have this wave of of. Okay, well, I understand your point, and I'm on board with that because that's it, a level. I, I also point out, like the
1: pro-life uh, uh, feminist thing, that's just one of many examples. Yeah. You know what I mean,
0: yeah. it, it, it's, it's, I it's, see, it, it's like
1: they're stay-at-home feminists. You know yeah. what I mean? And a lot of you know these crazy 3rd waivers don't believe in that shit.
0: Yeah, and I can get on board with that, and so I'm like, all right, cool. Like I, I can understand and appreciate that. Um, and then then there's these like Twitter feminists who like. Go against, and I think like you have a little bit of that with like some of like, I don't want to confuse the matter. Well, I was gonna say with like Black Lives Matter and so forth. Oh like, no, I, I fully agree with that because yeah. that's
1: why I, I don't identify as a member of Black Lives Matter, if you will,
0: and that, yeah. that, that caused me a host of shit yeah. last year. Yeah. So, um, because you have a lot of factions who are speaking for the same um, under the same umbrella, you know, like yeah, like I can get with some of that. And then it's like, oh, well, like, huh, this is, this is... They're repping the same thing, and this sounds rational, and then this sounds, like, fuckery. Like, Joe Rogan had this um, lady uh, who is, like... I think she calls herself the rational feminist. Mm. I think her Twitter is, like, at Bass Mom, or they call her Bass Mom. Yeah, no, I know. Yeah. Yeah. And she was like, yeah, and she was just, like, everything that she had to say about feminism... I was like completely behind everything was back with true statistic, not like propaganda or not bullshit. And it was just like and I can get and I can get on board with that. Is that so what she's backing? Like I'm with hundred percent for that. But then there's get the water gets murky when you have other people speaking for the same faction and it sounds completely ridiculous. And it's like, okay, well like I don't know which one is like I can't say so the, that like I'm the, a feminist so... because
1: let me let me hit you because this is what every time I have this conversation boils down to. And I try to get people to understand. And I hope people listening at home will take this and try and grasp this concept. Because every man I have this conversation with struggles with this. No mm. disrespect to the men out there. No. Feminism at its core boils down to one basic ideal. Which mm. is equality for all people irregardless of gender. Mm-hmm. And so from there, you're allowed to have any view that... Bring you to that end goal, right? Mm-hmm. So, there are stay at home moms who you know call themselves feminists mm-hmm. because they believe in their daughters having equal access to STEM classes at their local high school, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, that's a feminist action on behalf of all people getting equal rights, right? Yeah. Now, that the problem is you have now these more radical factions mm-hmm. who would say. She's a stay-at-home mom and you know allows her her male partner to dominate her financial situation. Mm-hmm. Therefore, she's not a real feminist. Mm-hmm. That's bullshit.
0: That is bullshit.
1: That's as much bullshit as saying, as a man, I can't be a feminist because those people mm. exist. Yeah. That's also bullshit. Yeah. Because there are a lot of actions I take, and I take a lot of pride in. And I think more people should take more of them. Yeah. Toward the end goal of. Uh, you know, gender—not equ- uh, so much equality, equity. Mm-hmm. Like, I want everybody to be on the same playing field, man. Like, yeah. I don't care. Yeah, like, th- I, I, I would love to train freak women who run as fast as men and lift thousands of pounds. That yeah. sounds dope to me. Yeah. You know what I mean, I want dudes who like are baller at ballet. Like, I'm, I'm with all
0: this shit. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm the same way. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm with equality either way it goes. Like, and that, I approach my. My day-to-day life like that. I so just you're a
1: feminist, dog? I'm sorry to break it yeah, to you. Well, that, that, <laughs> yeah,
0: that, that, that that's I'm, my point. That
1: Most I'm, people don't know they're feminists. Yeah, well,
0: I, 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 and and that's why I said like, I I don't know. Like I, I agree with the uh with the overlying theme, but I'm saying like, if you gave me a if someone gave me a piece of paper and like write down everything that you are, like I probably wouldn't write down feminist. But that doesn't mean that I'm not I'm not riding with those theories. Those theories are embedded in me. I mean, I and this is like the one thing that like confuses me the most. That like when we're young, especially like as a, a minority, if you're a minority in in any way, like the first thing you learn is that like yo you're you know, regardless of like how people treat you or how people see you different, you're equal. Everyone's equal. Every man's born equal. Like you're bombarded with this theory. And so like as we get older and it's like we we, 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 (laughs) read being thrown in your face or or you you accept that as like a black man say yeah, I'm good as everyone else. But then you're like, Oh, but like if he's Muslim, then no, like fuck that shit. Or like if he's like, or it, it, that's a, or a woman's coming in for the same job, it's like no, no, that woman, like she don't understand the culture. Like you lose all this, or you make exceptions, or like. Or you give yourself all these like windows and doors out the theory that you like no everything's fucking equal. Like I've had I've worked for I, I work for women and I work for men and I can say like I've I've had peers that are women who work way harder than me. <laughs> One hundred they will blow me out of the water, and 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 I respect that and I never looked at them like coming into it or like leaving out of it. I've never been like oh well like. We're different, or mm. we're on the same page. I feel like we're approaching this at level grounds, and that's how I look at things.
1: I'm lie, the only way, the only time I ever find myself in that situation is I, whenever I go to a job interview or something like that, or start a new job, I just always assume. No, nah, I'm not gonna say this because gonna sound mad racist. <laughs> no, we well, go ahead. Some people look smarter than me, and I'm gonna leave it at that. Oh yeah, uh, yeah, and yeah. I nah. work in technology. That's fucked up, but like, yo, for real. I, I, and I,
0: I and here's the thing: I know that some people are smarter than me, but I think that like there's... I think people... every, I think everybody's smarter than me, so I have to walk in with my like
1: part of my whole aesthetic is I look like the smart guy, mm-hmm. so like I can fool a lot of people. I know that sounds fucked up, right? No, I, like...
0: I, I think you're, I think you're a smart guy. But I'm saying,
1: like, if, if you like talk a certain way and you dress a certain way, you can convince people you're smarter than you yeah, are. Yeah. And so, like, I'm used to walking into rooms where I, I'm, I, I say this is not like a reflection of who I, like, I agree. I think I'm a very smart guy. Mm-hmm. I've been the dumbest guy in the room most most places I've worked for the past four years. Mm-hmm. One of my favorite parts about my new job is I'm one of the smarter people in the room most of
0: the time. That's <laughs>
1: But my you're not you, listening. Me, I don't mean that as like a diss. I just mean that i like um five years old than most of my coworkers. I you know, know what I mean? Man. Like, my last couple jobs, I was the youngest guy in the room and the only guy who did go to an Ivy. League school or start a company before he was twenty one.
0: Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like, yeah. well, fuck me. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? You guys, you guys hired. You guys called the right person because... yeah, you
1: know what I mean. <laughs> but you had to play the guy. You know what I yeah. mean? And there was nothing scarier than walking in a room full of those guys. And it's like, okay, like you you want to put on your macho suit. You want to be that guy, right? Mm. You're like, cool. I got my little, you know, my my fucking hipster look. My my round glasses that day. All my right. little dreadlock pony. Uh-huh. I'm ready, right? And It's like alright, you know, Brad, cool, you're you're five 5'8", fuck you, we're like yeah. beat this kid up if I wanted <laughs> to like, <laughs> Melissa, like you don't even know how to match a skirt to a cardigan, like <laughs> fuck out here with this but Aren't like, those scapegoats? Those are scape- oh no, I'm saying those- these are just like, th- this is how you can hey, internalize it to yourself, like fuck this person, I'm better than them, like I got this uh, right? but then you get over to like fucking Lee and he's 6'1", looking you dead in the eye, with yeah. like his fucking Google Glass on, uh, and you know his you know, degree from f- fucking schools you can't even pronounce yet. Yeah. You know, writes code in fourteen different languages, and yeah. I'm just like, I am such a fucking poser. Yeah. Like they literally cut you out of an episode of Silicon Valley. Like, <laughs> what the fuck, man? Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. killing me, and it's just like, that's, uh, we gotta edit this. That sounded so racist. No, I, I, I really I, like. it's not like I, a slight. I, it's like I think that I, I envy it. Okay. Like I don't have that kind of mystique. Like my smart guy look doesn't travel like it does for like. It, I'm sure I'm absolutely certain Middle Eastern dudes feel this way.
0: White people may even feel this way. Yeah, everyone like, has that element to them where the, they, Asian, they don't feel like
1: they... Asian dudes and Jews, if they decide to be the smart guy look, uh-huh. look smarter than the rest of us. Uh-huh. Every, like, it, it's just like, it's... I'm just, how can I make this not sound
0: racist? This sounds I don't think even think it sounds racist. I think that's just I like, hope you're right, because it, that, that sounds fucked like, up to me. It sounds, it sounds like... It's a, st- it's a stereotype. Um But this is
1: what I mean. I'm not stereotyped. I, I want to make sure this is clear because I, I hate being that guy.
0: Yeah.
1: I'm not saying it's a stereotype that like, you know, this race of people are smarter or less smart or whatever. I'm. If they sit like, on the
0: basketball court. They'd be like, oh, I'm fucked. Right. Exactly. But like,
1: and I think it, what I'm saying is like, I yeah, think you that's would fucked be up. Fucked. <laughs> that's not. And that's not what I'm saying at all. I'm saying more like, if me and you are of the exact same intellect. Yeah. And so we're both trying to dress up and be the part. Mm-hmm. You, you, crave or you 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 get better the role. at the part. If this was a movie. Yeah, you're, you getting get, the role. you're getting the role. And I know that like I know that social training. Like yeah. I know I've been programmed that way. Yeah. But like as the guy trying to pull that off, like yeah. I see it now, and it's like now I get why you feel slighted on the basketball court. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it's like, damn, that does suck. Yeah. But you know what I mean? Like.
0: I'd much rather get slide on a basketball court than for a job anymore, <laughs> but like, I feel you, my nigga. Like, <laughs> well, here's the, I'm trying to get buckets too. Yeah, no, I think we all. I mean, I think we all play roles, and and then depending on what the scene of that role is, then we put on our makeup and our attire, and we put on our face and our smile and our conversation rolls into that role, and then based on social elements. Just some people that like Oh Like when someone says You know they just walked in my office And you just felt right Felt the right energy Yeah exactly No this is just like a bunch of Cultural bullshit That you've been digesting Your whole life mm-hmm. And now you feel like Oh this is right Like I've walked in interviews And they told me that like Oh yeah like you know Cause I just played the role right But like I'm not gonna work hard <laughs> You know, I just wanna point out for our listeners, do
1: you know how scary this is to hear from a nigga you met on the internet as just sitting at his house? Like this is how you end up getting killed. My niggas like, you know, sometimes you're just really good at playing the role. what well, the hell You know, <laughs> you don't know really what's behind that curtain, do you? Pulls out the samurai sword from yeah, out the back or some shit.
0: Here's the thing. Well like i go missing y'all, only Chris Allen. That's that is the one thing that I'm I'm honest about like if I'm going, to, if I'm, I'm, I'm pretty honest person. So, and I don't like to be like I don't like to play the role. So, as much as I can reduce that role as possible, insert more of me in it. Like, so that's do you feel I,
1: like you know yourself well enough to not play a role?
0: Because I find myself always
1: trying not to play a role, but I don't know if I know myself well enough. Like every time I try to be myself, I think I'm playing a different role.
0: No, I think I'm, I'm, I'm getting to that point, and I'm getting and a lot of things, a lot of factors. Have I mean, I. I, I, Because uh, comedy has been a huge part of that because I stand on stage and I have... And there's like... There's something weird about like being in front of an audience and having a mic that it's like... It's you. You're, it's just a performance element of it. But there's an element that if you perform too much and you get into like too much of a character that's not you, it is fucking like... They can read that. They can feel mm. that. There's something... Like, there's an energy in it in, in, and so like i have to like everything that like you write and everything that like and then you write it and you craft it and then you present it, it has to be like something of you so like it's a lot of, even like when i go on dates like i'm just like i'm not gonna like i can't it's a it's a maxed out and maybe more uh Illustrated version of me, but it's always is it's, it's allowed me to cut a lot of shit from because like you remove all the nerves and after you fuck up a time You're just like yeah Well, like if I'm gonna fuck up I'm gonna fuck up just being me and I'm gonna fuck up being relaxed and giving my ideals and giving my perspective and giving my Twisted views about it. So it's allowed me to as, and as I go older and I don't know how other people approach like Their mid 30s or so forth, which I'm slowly slowly approaching um I don't know, but that's where I'm finding myself at. Where I'm just way more comfortable just being me. I'm I'm more comfortable being awkward and more comfortable being, and, and and just being like, yeah, that was weird. That was awkward. I don't know how that why I even said that. And I, I own up to my bullshit way more. So
1: do you do you like people like that? Like for instance, like when you're dating, like do you like girls like that who are just like, this is who I am, and if you don't like it, like
0: bah. I like. I like it to a certain extent. I do not, I have, I have, I think there's a laziness in this ability not to be able to grow. And like, I, I, I can be like, yo, like I, I, I am who I am and this is who I am, but I will never, I'm like, yeah, I'm, I know this is imperfect. I know this is not perfect. I am growing. I'm, I'm reading, I'm, I'm. I'm writing, I'm exploring, I'm figuring it out. And I approach life like that. I can't, if someone's just like, if I'm talking to a a girl, she's just like, this is who I am. I am who I am. And you can deal with it. You can hit the door. I'm just like, yeah, then no. Because there's no, where where are you leaving room for growth? Like, if there's no room for growth, I have a, that's a huge problem. Because it's like, as we said at the beginning of this, we don't, or I think this might have been in the, uh, in the behind the mic pod, it's just like, we don't know anything so for you to be like this is who i am and that's it it's just like that's it's a big void because there's a lot more there's books you haven't read there's um the science you don't know you don't know a lot about like why you think that way have you explored it are you thinking this way because your parents thought that way or because you know your, your father left you or because your mother treated you like shit or like I need someone who's gonna explore those and if you're not willing, and I'm willing to explore those. I don't give a fuck how it makes me feel. Like, there has to be room for growth in this. So,
1: this is one of the weirder things about my relationship is like yeah, like my I'm I'm with you. Like, I'm hella flawed and I spend most of my time exploring my flaws. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? In hopes that one day I get better. Mm-hmm. Like, I've dated a uh, I've—I'll say I've dated because she'll get mad at me. Mm. Uh, Let's oh, beer. Uh, no, I'm good for now. Thank you. A lot of people who like—not to say they are flawless, but like, mm. yo, know, there wasn't much depth to it. Like, yo, know, it was clear what the flaw was and where it came from. It didn't need much, you know, introspection. <laughs> it was right on the
0: surface. Yeah,
1: and like. I guess, like, they're, I'm envious of that, you know what I mean, it's like, I, you know, here are my three flaws, i mad basic, you know what I mean, mm-hmm. like, cool, like, you know, yeah, you know, my, my uncle didn't rape me, my, you know, priest didn't abduct me, mm-hmm. I didn't grow up, like, impoverished, or in the foster system, or malnourished, or whatever, you know what I mean, mm-hmm. it's just like, no, like, I, you know, I had some fuck shit, like, I, uh, I had a boyfriend hit me in high school once, who was kind of a douche, and then, like he got arrested and went to jail. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? That that, that was slightly traumatizing.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: Which, like, I don't mean to diminish that, but, like, Mm -hmm. (laughs) if you're somebody who's gone through, you know, take any choice of the 12 things I just, you know, laid out, I'm pretty sure that's the the one you'd take. You know what I mean? Uh, And, yeah, I don't know. That's that's weird. So are you saying that... Like, I don't... If you're flawed, do you have to date flawed people? Or, like... Because that's the thing. I, like, it's tough for me, like... I don't know like there's a level of connection you just can't have with people who haven't been flawed like that but you never wish that uh, upon no, anyone no
0: I don't I don't like, One, I think there's a I have to assume there's an element of there there's definitely an element of flawedness to everyone and if there's no flaws to you perceived flaws to you then it's just like you just better at this hiding and tucking away yeah, you full of shit. Yeah, and so there's something <laughs> leery about me whenever I meet like those perfect people who just like. Yeah, oh,
1: but I'm God. not saying like not those perfect people, but people who like they have flaws. They're just like, you know, they're you know. Straight A kids who are kind of like socially awkward. Mm-hmm. Or you know, like I'll, I'll give you I'll give you a perfect one. Uh, has happened with many girls I've dated. Mm-hmm. Like I smoke a ton of weed, right? Mm-hmm. You smoke. You said you don't really smoke weed, right? Mm-hmm. Or at least, not for the sake of this podcast, you don't smoke weed.
0: No. Have I, like, I, I, I re- Have you
1: ever smoked weed? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so, if, if someone handed you weed, you know how to hit weed, right? Yeah, yeah. Right. So, I've dated plenty of girls who, like, the first time they ever, like, smoked weed was, you know, with me or around me. Mm-hmm. And it's like, they're... I'm a flawed person. I'm used to hanging out with other flawed people. Yeah. Everybody flawed knows how to smoke weed. Yeah. So, when I hand you a bong I have to, like, show you how to get a bong, like that, like, that's a different connection and that's cute and memorable and fun and I enjoy that. Yeah. But also, like, we'll never have the connection where, like, I can sesh out with you at 2am and play video games and this makes sense Uh to you. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, which, like, I don't think I need anymore at 27, Mm -hmm. right? Like, I don't want that to be part of my life. Yeah. But it's sort of a bummer being, like, oh, like, if I were to date a girl who like brings out the better side of me, mm-hmm. do I lose that side of me? No. It, you know what I mean? Like all the, yeah. but in all those, like you know, it's tough. I guess it's tough to hold on to your sense of identity as a flawed person mm-hmm. while trying to chase success.
0: Yeah. Uh. Well. No. I don't. I don't. Because I, I think like there's a lot of. I meet a lot of people. I've met a lot of people that quote unquote successful, and in most of them. I'm just like, oh, you are super flawed in this area. And like and it's it's my um it's my flawedness and it's my uh um insecurity that like searches for other people's flaws. Um when I meet them, especially if they're like I deem them successful. Mm. But um I do think there is like there's a balance. So like I will, if I'm dating a girl and I'm thinking about a girl in particular, um, and she is just, like, on paper, just, like, a sweet girl, just, like, not flawed, like, just, like, fucking, just, like, everything, almost, like, a cap, like, almost just no real, like, Never, ever been in trouble. Never done anything. And I almost think that, like, there's a balance of that. That they they actually search that out. They actually like that flawedness. They like that element of you. And I think it's a good balance of, like... I think there needs to be a balance. I don't think two, two extremely damaged, flawed people... will just tear each other yeah, down. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. So, like...
1: And I think that's my fear. Is like... I don't know. Like you can't... If I met somebody who understood all my flaws, I'd be very skeptical of
0: them. You know what I mean? Yeah, I would. I would too. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I'm some
1: dark skeletons, man.
0: Yeah. Um, but it's sh- okay, but I feel like they should be willing to explore those with you. And that is explore them in like a non-judgmental way and just be like, "Okay, when things happen, because things happen and then like Especially, like, something traumatic happens, some trouble happens, and then, like, you see how people handle their, those, those, those flaws and all those issues usually come to the surface during traumatic issues, and then, like, you can see, they just highlight it. So, how the other person handles it and, like, communicates with you once they see them out in the open can tell you, like, okay. How willing are they? Do they understand that, like, yeah, like I have some shit that I'm working on? I'm sure you do. You're good at hiding this. Your parents hide it and they made their marriage look great. But I'm sure, like, your dad was on some fuck shit or your mom was doing some scandalous shit.
1: Yeah, see, like, that's one of the things you brought up earlier about just, like, kind of as you age, just being blunt with people more upfront. It's mm-hmm. like, that's one of the cooler things about, like, relationships as I've gotten older. Mm-hmm. It's like, here are my flaws. What are yours?
0: Yeah. And yeah. The,
1: and anyone who either has crazy fucking flaws, I'm not willing to sign on for. Mm-hmm. I know, like, month one, right? Yeah. Or if you, like, it, vice versa, if you think my shit's way too much to deal with, like, I've definitely had girls bail month one and I laid <laughs> some shit on them. I get it. I don't yeah. blame you. Yeah. But the flip side of that is also, like, how do you react to that? You know what I mean? Like, are, like do, you, do you tell me what your shit is? Do you try to hide some shit from me? Are you upfront with me? Is this something where, like... You're up front, but like you said, like, this is me and I'm not going to change, or is it, this is me and this is what I'm working on? You know what I mean? And like, that conversation to me, it says everything I need to know about whether or not I want to be in a relationship with you. Yeah. It's like, here are my flaws, what are yours, and how you react to that question, Mm -hmm. because like, my flaws are worse than every girl I've ever dated, that's an absolute fact. Some of the shit I've done in my life is fucking horrible, and
0: like,
1: no one's keeping up, you know what I mean? Yeah. And so it's like, I'll lay all my shit to a girl I'm like, trying to date. Mm -hmm. And if you're, if you're bold enough to come back with your shit, it's like, cool, like, we can work with that. Like, yeah, you, know, you got anxiety, you're fucking broke, you had a drug addiction, you had a kid, like, what? I don't give a fuck, like, there's all sorts of shit, you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Uh, but you can work with that shit. You're right, it's people who, like, either hide it or work shit oh, and no. think they're flawless. Yeah,
0: or just like, oh, no, like, how would my parents react? These, you know, like, yeah, I think that is how you react and what you've been through. Like, if you've been, and that, and that's the like the normal girl that's like made it through shit, and then like they've been through the fucking shit, and what is just, shit? like like whatever life is shit, so like whether like they had a shitty dad, he ran out of them, and they have like a kid and they had an abusive boyfriend and then and then like maybe they were like whatever issues no, they the deal project. with like you no. Know, And then they were like, oh, yeah, well, I said, fuck all that shit. shit. Yeah, like, I fuck all that shit. Like, I went to, like, school, and I got my nursing degree, and now my shit's together. And, like, the girl that, like, went through all that, she's built for fucking war. And so, like, you can drop anything on her. She's just like, yo, like, I just want a good man who's going to be here and not going to fucking be fucking other bitches on the side or not. He's going to be honest with me, and that's all I care about. Like that girl's ready to go, and she's, she's been through a lot of shit, but she's still like your quote unquote normal girl because she's not seen all this shit, and she's just like, I just want peace, and I want holidays, I want my three week vacation, and she's just Gucci, like.
1: Yeah, see, I hate people like that. Word? Yeah, I can't stand that. Why is that? That's such a tiny view of the world. How so? If 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 you're good, like if you're happy, if you're if you're loving it, like you you think you made it. When you're, you know, you like you said three three weeks vacation a year and like mm. a nurse, like, and that's not the bash nurse or anything, if that's what you want to do, that's great, yeah. but like, that mindset that like, all I need is a good man with a steady job mm. and my, you know, 40 hours a week, my two weeks of vacation, mm. like, Nah, bro. I couldn't. I cannot do that for forty years. of My life. I, I will I, fucking
0: kill myself. I, I'm not the same way. I'm not this I, I'm. The, I'm completely on board with you on that. That's and not, I, my, guess, mentality. That's not my, my mentality. That's not my mentality. Like, I, I can't have
1: a partner like that. Oh, what? what? No, I'm like, not a chance. Cause like okay. you don't understand what I'm on, man. Like I like I try to explain this to people all the time, and like people think I'm crazy, and I think I'm crazy because I don't work hard enough at mm. it to to say these things. But like. If you really think you're great, and I'm not even going to go out there and say I think I am, right? If, mm-hmm. if, and I don't, it doesn't even matter what you think you're great at, because mm-hmm. I have no idea. Mm-hmm. But if you think you're great, mm-hmm. which everyone should, in my opinion. I don't mm-hmm. know why more people don't. I certainly do. Mm-hmm. If, it, if that's the case, then how could you settle for that? Know, knowing what else is in the world. Knowing there are people who won't work another day in their life after 30. Knowing, that, knowing there are people who, who travel the globe and make millions of dollars. Okay. Knowing, knowing there are people who like, chase any type of dream or any type of vision of success you have. Yeah. There are people who are doing that in ways that are so far beyond like punching a clock and getting your vacation time.
0: And, and that's what
1: At the very least, you're going to want to be the guy, your boss.
0: Yeah, and then that was my perspective for a long time. And then, uh, and it's still partially, I I have like that, but let's say like if I, let's say that like I start a company and I'm making fucking a billion dollars a year Mm. and I meet a girl. Great company. Yeah. Great company. (laughs) And,
1: like a job I think good.
0: This is <laughs> this is net. I'm netting that shit. too Wow. <laughs> uh, and, and I meet a girl. Next, and and next she's, podcast
1: live in Dubai.
0: <laughs> and she's smart, and she's just like, yeah, like, uh, I teach. I'm a professor at college, and I'm just like, oh, word. And it's like, yeah, I teach this And I'm like, yeah. And then we get to know each other. We end up getting married. And I'm like, you can quit that job. And she's like, no, like. I'm a professor here. I like, this is what I do. And I may never be senior professor. And I don't even know if I want that. I want to teach here. I like the kids that I work with. I like what I'm teaching. I like interacting with them. And that to me is a whole separate thing. You Okay. So.
1: It, well, no, because here, are because you're, you're passionate in there. And yeah, so like. Yes, I, but I'm saying like, that, that is, that's, that makes settling for the 40, you know, 40 a week mm. and two weeks You know what I mean? Like, the girl I'm dating now is a teacher. Mm-hmm. I, think, I have great deal of respect for teachers. I think it's quite literally the most mm, top three most important professions in the yeah. world. You know what I mean? Literally. Mm-hmm. And so, like, if that's what you love to do, hey, I think they should be paid better <laughs> and taken care of better. Yeah. But like, I think anyone who teaches at any level from preschool through like fucking postgraduate mm-hmm. ought to be like those. Those are the most heralded people I think in our society. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm not gonna lie, like. I have a problem not, with the
0: educational not, institution too. Yeah, the, the, like there are a lot did. of
1: th- yeah. Like I have a lot of problems with teachers union and like how they structure things and the way they reward bad teachers. But the people who are really passionate about teaching, mm-hmm. who want to be doing this, mm-hmm. and and this is something I talk about with my girlfriend and other teacher friends a lot. Mm-hmm. It's like a lot of people don't understand. Like part of the problem is, and it, it, I'm vastly unqualified to talk about this. Mm-hmm. But like we incentivize like long term teachers, right? Mm-hmm. Most teachers get burnt out in like three to eight years. Yeah. So you could be a great teacher for five years, mm-hmm. be burnt out but not, no, you're not getting a pension or tenure or whatever. You mm. know what I mean? For ten years, twenty years, thirty years, mm. and just and stay in it for that. It, yeah. And that is horrible for the education yeah. of people. Yeah. We should be incentivizing people to be like become qualified teachers in a discipline and mm. teach for like five to ten years. Yeah, or, you know or I mean? just
0: be. Creative and continue to develop and, and, and give them control over their lesson plans and, and, and well and
1: but the thing is like there's it, it's it's a balance right because yeah. you have to you have to give them lots of leeway to be creative but you also have to structure in a sense where like new teachers can learn how to teach effectively yeah you know what I mean you can't have somebody like walk out of college and be like well this is what I'm doing and yeah. it's gonna be twelve years before that shit works because it takes that long of tweaking yeah yeah no doubt so there's like. It, and that's why it's, like, a very delicate thing. But that, that's what I mean. Like,
0: there's a difference between that and, say... Nursing. Our example was nursing. And I feel like that you can have the same thing. If I'm making cake but you're like, to but, but I want to be a nurse. Like, this is, like...
1: But here's my thing. I know people who want to be nurses and went and grinded it out and did the night school and did the CNA shit and did all that and worked out and became an RN, right? Mm-hmm. Or, you know, uh, at least, like, an LPN. mm mm-hmm. If you're 12 years into nursing, mm. you're still, like, a CNA, mm. you don't really give that much of a shit about being a nurse. Yeah. In my perspective, nobody nobody I've ever spoken to loves being a CNA. Yeah. I've known a lot of nurses. hmm But it's one of those jobs that you can get, with like, you know, six months at community college and, like, decent pay and good benefits, mm-hmm. and you work at a fucking hospital, so if you ever do get mm. sick, at least you know a bunch of people, even if your insurance sucks. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. It's like... I've known a lot of people to take that route and be doing that for like four, you know 15 years. Mm-hmm. That's really no different to me than like the people who get a call co- like a job at like a, a fucking telemarketer center. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? The, the people who get a job at like a fucking factory. Mm-hmm. Like, it was a like yeah like I appreciate the work you do. That's a shitty job, but like, and not even to be on some like oh that you're only supposed to have that job for a couple of years. Like yeah, no one like I feel like if you're a CNA like it's supposed to be like while you're a getting the next degree yeah, yeah. in the like. No one wants to be doing that for 20 years.
0: Yeah, okay.
1: So if you're that person and you're chilling and you're like, yeah, I'm good. Like, I, you know, I go to my CNA job at you know, such and such nursing home or whatever, mm-hmm. clean bedpans for eight hours a day, 40 hours a week, and that's like cool with me, I I don't get you, man. That uh, can't be life. I, I see. I and think more I, respect to you if you do it, but I can't do it.
0: I think there's more to that, and I never... And, that's what I mean. Every circumstance is different. Like, Every you, got a, you got a, if you got a family
1: like, to support. You got, you know, you, you first generation immigrant trying to get your bearings about you in a new country.
0: There's a lot of reasons. And, there, and there's different dynamics. Let's say, like, they're like, all right, well, like, let's say to go to the next level, there's just like, all right, well, like, I can go to this. I, I, I don't like what I'm doing right. Let me start this off with, like, I'm, as I said before, I'm a fan of growth. So, like, I feel like if you're in that job and you don't like it, but you're just doing it because it pays the bill and you're in the pattern and you can, like, you committed to that pattern, I don't agree with that. I, I, I think that, like, if you're in that pattern and you're doing that from 9 to 5 and you don't like it or you just, like, is not passionate, I think you should work that 9 to 5. But I think you should get up early and, like, write or, like, you know, or or, you know, read or figure out something that you're passionate about cuz life is too short to be like stuck in something you're not passionate about or just
1: about. be doing something you enjoy like I'm a I'm a big no passion guy. I tell people all the time like spend your time doing whatever it is you enjoy. I don't give a fuck what it is you enjoy. Just yeah. enjoy something productive. Don't enjoy like sitting in front of your TV. Like, I want w a hundred
0: percent you don't have to that. be passionate
1: about shit. Like just go do something different every day.
0: Yeah. Or or like that's worthwhile. Or, or, go or, find or, something you like. And I think that's a big problem in a society that a lot of people are like just punching the clock or just dialing it in to get a paycheck or something like that. And with that lack of passion, it it makes certain jobs and interactions terrible because you don't have a passion for, you know, uh, nursing, or being a doctor, and you became a doctor because your dad was a doctor, and there was pressure. Yes. There's, there's a big fucking issue in that. And yes. someone may deem you as successful, but that's not your passion. You're in there, and now there's a big gap between what a person needs and what a person gets.
1: And now your your sense of self worth is so much higher than what you actually contribute exactly. to society. Yeah, and that is a dangerous fucking combination.
0: So, um, but if you because there's a it, it, and this is like a, a, a multi-level uh, discussion because there, if you, let's say like if you work at fucking like a convenience store and you like working at a convenience store and, and you can pay your rent and you leave work and you work, let's say you work three, four hours a day, five, let's say you work five hours a day and as soon as you leave that work, you leave and you, you meet up with your friends and you can afford rent and you... You you got kids and you just enjoy spending time with them, because someone else makes a hundred grand a year and you make twenty five, but you have every. I don't think that's the measurement. I think. No,
1: I, I I I'll be the first to say it's not about it's not about the number. It's not about the amount of money you make. It's about the amount of happy. It, to me, I've always measured how successful I am and the amount of time I spend being happy versus the amount of time I spend either mm-hmm. you know anxious or worried or upset or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I spend my peak amount of time being happy when I have a, like a roughly twenty to thirty percent, hopefully around forty percent more money than I have bills. Mm-hmm. Anything over fifty percent, I get I get like full of myself, and I get arrogant, and I get stupid, and I do dumb shit. Mm-hmm. But if I have about forty to sixty percent over mm-hmm. what I need, yeah then I'm I'm, re- I'm a mm-hmm. real happy guy. Yeah. Because all my shit's paid. I've like, paid advance a little on everything, and I still have money to go do,
0: like, whatever yeah. I want to do. You don't think about buying yeah. shit when you exactly. have to buy you shit. Exactly. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah. And that's not, like, crazy money. That's not, like, fuck you money. on buying chains yeah. and cars and shit. That's, like, oh, like, maybe if I put away money for a couple more months, like, I can buy that 07 Toyota. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, <laughs> it's not, like, some fancy shit. Yeah. But, like, that's, like, I know happiness there. I mm-hmm. guess my point is... Even knowing happiness there, mm-hmm. I know I'll be happier when I can spend enough time there mm-hmm. that that gets boring to me. Yeah, because that's the scary part to me. Mm-hmm. There are people who spend twenty years there and aren't bored yet. Mm-hmm. Yeah. When I I spent time there, I spent a year and a half there. I got very bored, and that's why I like changed my life completely.
0: Well, I, th- I think I here's a here, and this is my and this is I'm trying to decipher is that. I think that your perspective is a minority of society and a majority of society is I just agree. like just like, "Oh, well, this is what we do, right?" Right. We 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 this job, I got this job like we work this this, this is 40 years, you say. Okay. And I got a 401k. Oh, that's I get a 401k. That's great. I paid my money in there. You guys pay a little bit of money in there. Okay, I'll just do that. Nancy's got the same thing she does the same thing George George is worse than me so I must be in great shape and then they just like and I think in this even like the last podcast we discussed this kind of I think that people just getting this like they don't want to look over there and be like oh well like they're in Dubai like how do I get to Dubai uh, I, I don't even want to look there because like I'll never get to Dubai but, because you know, you'll never be happy. if you, I can if get to Tampa. One hundred percent.
1: But that's the thing. It's like, I, and this is what this gets back to that whole core philosophy: is being selfish is the most freeing thing in the world. But freedom is wildly selfish. Mm-hmm. It's like you have to, like, you have to understand the price that comes with freedom, mm-hmm. with with mental clarity and freedom, and understanding that you really aren't shit. Now, that is wow. awesome you in, in some times, but like in, in circumstances like that it's like, it is really humbling and it's really saddening and it's really disheartening to look around your world and say yeah, I'm going to Cape this weekend, it's going to be a dope weekend right, I'm going to Martha's Vineyard, this shit's going to be lit Yeah And you know niggas in Dubai uh, yeah. You know niggas partying in like fucking Sochi, yeah. or like Prague or some other places we ain't never even fucking heard of, Yeah. you know what I mean It's like I ain't shit. Like yeah. I'm, bar- I'm barely getting my fucking 2001 Ford to the vineyard. Yeah, you, you know, know what I mean? And yeah. It's like, but you have to be able to appreciate where you're at while understanding you ain't shit. Like yeah. that's the sweet spot. I'm okay. only there like 10% of the time, but it's dope. Okay.
0: Here's, <laughs> here's the thing that you said that's like probably, probably the. I we to pause this one second.
1: You know, and now we're, we're back. <laughs> uh,
0: it takes a little bit because it's like, <laughs> goes overlap, so where you at? But we took a pause, bathroom break, but we're back. All right. So, um, Mitch was saying, Mitch had uh, uh, a long. Um, Soliloquy. Yes. Something that I can't pronounce. But one thing that, like, stuck out to me was, uh, and, like, the most, like, epic thing that I think. probably been said on this podcast is the price of freedom which is like one of the things that i've been thinking about forever probably Mm -hmm. and more frequently later is the fucking the price of freedom it is the ultimate price um Especially in uh, a time where information moves fast, where most things are transparent, where the price of freedom. So what so, is so oh,
1: okay, sorry. I mean it's, I up. Right, what is this. the price of freedom? What,
0: yeah, what is the price of freedom? And you're what is your okay, so what is your freedom? So what is your freedom? So is your freedom is so think about the price of freedom. So is the freedom is that like um Maybe you You know Maybe you're a girl From a right wing family And they're super Against interracial relationships And you fell in love With a black guy What's oh, your price? Oh No see Or maybe your freedom it, Is that it's like It's way more Meta than that man Oh the, well okay You know, it, uh, Please
1: The it, The let Let's uh, just kidding me This may just be A high nigga thought Because I'm smacked But like <laughs> The price of freedom Is the loss of ego that's the price of freedom. It is. If you're willing to completely put aside everything about your ego, mm-hmm. you can be totally and completely free. Mm-hmm. You put aside judgments of others, judgments of yourself, you judging other people, mm-hmm. your own expectations of others, your own expectations of yourself. Mm-hmm. If you put aside your entire ego, you can be completely free. And that's why I always say it's the most selfish thing in the world. Is because you have to act completely in the interest of... Mm-hmm. of looking inside and getting rid of everything rather than having anything to do with the outside. Yeah. And when you can completely tear apart yourself because... Boy, is this the most emo, Edgar Allan Poe shit. But when you can completely like look inside yourself and tear apart all of that, mm-hmm. and all the reasons, like you were saying before, yo, what in my childhood past causes me to have this defense mechanism, or whatever. When you tear all that shit apart, and you can just be absolutely honest about the fact that mm-hmm. you ain't shit, you're going to die soon, and you don't know shit. Mm-hmm. When you come to terms with those three things, mm-hmm. which I know very distinctly about myself, yeah. and I still can't
0: come to terms with. Yeah. Coming to terms with it. Exactly. It's That's what I mean. Partisan. You can have a
1: knowledge of them, yeah. but when you can really own and live in that yeah. shit, it is the most free Ask anyone who's done acid. What do they always come back saying? Really I just looked inside myself and like it broke down my ego and really thought about things and they come back happier than fucking ever, right? Yeah. Well why do you think that is? Because when you remove the fucking ego, you can finally be free and you just see what the world is, man. It's it's pretty. Mm.
0: But it, it's, I sound it, crazy, but Shit. that price, but, drink like, my water. <laughs> but that price, is It's it's a difficult price. It sounds like poetic saying it, and it is. Is something? It doesn't it sound, sound poetic. It's something grim. Mad, and it, it is. But nobody's only. Nobody's gonna do it. That's
1: my problem. No, few people will do it. How much time? You seem like a very introspective guy, right? Mm-hmm. How much time do you say percentage-wise of your day do you spend? Looking inside yourself, figuring out what you can do to fix your ego. For, the,
0: I think for the, because, because probably because I'm trouble, I, I spend a lot of time just being looking at myself and being like, why are you doing, like, you know, like what you should be doing. But what's a lot, like, like every, 8% of your time, 10% of your time? No, like a majority of my, a majority of my life is me being like, yeah, I should be doing this, but I'm not going to do that. And I'm just like, and there's like a part of me that's like, yeah, like fucking do this, do this, do this, do this, do this, make a plan, organize this shit. And I'm just like, nah, fuck it. And like, this is balance of like, it's, almost it's, it's, it's insane. It's, 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 it's literally insane where I'm just like, yeah, I know the shit that I should be doing. And I, and I'm, I'm analyzing it. And I know that I'm like intelligent enough to be doing what I sh- should be doing in order to like. Get to achieve the goals that I want to achieve but I'm just like ah fuck it I'll do it tomorrow and it's just like there is that there is that part there's that Chris that's like oh fuck it it's 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 that Chris that like my friends love that because I will just be like fuck it we're doing whatever and it has been rewarding so it's hard to like be like bury that guy Mm. because like that guy has socially been like, like successful, successful yeah it's what it's what women like women like you got it Spontaneous is in the moment and just like fuck it I, was, I don't give a fuck what I say I don't give a shit like whatever It's offensive I don't care because it makes them feel free It makes them feel like they it, and when you're around these people who have been like catering their their communication and all this That's shit it makes free, them yeah, it makes them feel free, but it's not it but there's an element of me that was like, okay, well, like, I'm intelligent. Like, I know that, like, some of this shit, like, it's not moving me in the right direction of the, of the human being that I know I can be. But it's just a balance to where, like, yeah, like, I can't be that guy, but he's boring as fuck. And I can't be this guy, but he doesn't achieve shit. So I'm, like, in this, like, middle role where I achieve some shit. Then I'm just like, yo, like, fuck it. Let's go party. And like yeah. both of those guys are needed and both of those guys are me. But I don't know where both of these guys combined end up. And that's where the, that's where the road I'm on right now. And I
1: think part of that issue lies in what, like how you describe that. It's like the, the, where those two guys meet and end up is some version where neither of them are actually you. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? It's like, you're somewhere in between and maybe outside of also those yeah. two people. And, you know, women like, my friends like, my you know, co-workers like, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. These are all things that feed the ego, right? Yeah. And so it's like, okay, so I've been told that this version of me is the best version of me. Mm-hmm. So I'm gonna be this guy more often. Yeah. Well, you know, some other people tell me they like that other version of me, so like I'll split my time in between. And I'm jumping back and forth between, you know, per, you know, person you know, me A and me B and occasionally me C. And all of a sudden you go home at night and you lay down and you're like, So who who am I? Well, like that, you know, I'm none of those three people. I'm somewhere I'm some other Place in between, but I've spent no time there.
0: I, to be honest with you, to be completely 100 mask on this podcast, mask off. <laughs> yeah, I probably I, I don't even know. I've lost who I was, like, of who I was from the beginning so fucking long ago.
1: When did you think you knew? I thought, like, well, when, when do you think you still had a sense of true self?
0: Uh this is mad well, and and I don't even know who like true self is. I I was who like like I was around so like I was around a fucking bunch of chaos. I was a, around. I was like, you know, I grew up in my grandmother's house like around like drug addicts and alcoholics this and shit. So like but I was like of like a real curious kid. So I was like super like reading a lot of books and like really nice to like people and I was really I would just give anything anything you want I would like oh like oh you want me you you left something upstairs I'll just run and get that shit like or like you you need something done Like, I'm gonna take care of that like I'll no 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 just sit down like I'll take care of that and like that's who I feel like I am in my core like a person who just like I just want people around me just be like happy and like If I can, like, bear some weight on you, uh, from you, and make your life easier, I'm going to be that person. But somewhere between, like, life or whatever, I was just like, man, fuck that shit. And um, it probably started with, like, we had, I think we had this discussion on this podcast where I I was, like, I was, and maybe I didn't say this on this, but, like, yeah, I'm sure a lot of guys will completely identify with this i was the super nice guy um from like middle school elementary school to like most of high school where like i thought that like i will like i will win women by opening up doors being nice hearing their feelings and then like and I was, and that's how I was. I was just like a nice guy. I was like, you treat people as nice. Like, I'm just treating people like I wanted to be, like, I wanted to be treated. And then, like, that Did you was. You treat them like that because I tell you want to be treated because you were trying to bag women. Well, it was both. It was like, that's like, I just want to treat people nice. I want everyone, like, cool around me. And then, but, like, you don't get that response. And then, like, people don't feel comfortable around you when you treat for some reason. And maybe it's a human flaw that people don't feel comfortable when you're like really nice around them. So, like, but I was always joking and I was always like talking shit and so forth. And then I was I reached this point where like, oh well, like, fuck this. And I was like, all right, well, like, I'm gonna just because say- I was thinking this shit. I was mm-hmm. thinking like this bitch, what the fuck is she talking about? And then, so like, now I reached this point where I'm just like, well, like I'm net and I was like, this, I, I became this around guys a lot sooner. Cause I became around, around like my friends and shit like that. I became mm-hmm. like, okay, well, like I know I'm a nice guy and people will take advantage of it if I'm a nice guy. So if I, sh- if if I show them, that like, Oh, well, like I'm not gonna deal with any of this bullshit off jump. Then like, Guys will treat you with respect. So if like someone said something and because it, it's just because I got bullied as a little dude. See, I this was is like,
1: this is such a different perspective than me. This is so interesting.
0: Yeah, it's super interesting. It's super because and I'm a, like the youngest of my family of a black family. Imagine being the youngest of a brutal black family of fucking of a black family that like I guarantee. If like two or three of my uncles will apply themselves, they would have been the funniest fucking comedians in the world. And you are like the youngest one, so I'm getting rained upon. So like that's where I started like like digesting humor and being able to like spit it back out. So like I found like I knew that my family is fucking me up. I knew once I got to like middle school and high school, like I'm gonna have to defend myself. So I was already ready. So like when I went to like middle school in high school, like I was ready. Like you said something about me. Like one, I'm gonna roast your ass. Two, I'm ready to fight you. Like that's it. Like I'm, I'm, I'm about action right away. You're not gonna out with me. You're not gonna. I'm gonna punch you first. So and so, I was like that with guys immediately with men immediately. But I thought, but I always grew up around strong women, so I respected them. I treated them right. I opened up doors and shit like that until I got about 17, and then I was like. Oh, well, like, or probably 16. I was like, oh, well, like, uh, women, like, I'm not getting laid, and, like, I'm just, like, I'm going to abandon this shit, and I'm going to just start treating them like dudes. So I was just, like, just started fucking roasting, like, like, you you fucked up, you were, like, you could be the hottest girl around me, and, like, you're in a room with me, you do some fucked up shit, I'm going to fucking roast you. And women started fucking liking me because of that. Because I was unfiltered and I was joking all the time, and they there was a comfort built from that. They felt like because I don't know. And that like I, I since then I've been unpacking this since I was like 16. Why that transformation happened? Why women started liking me once I started treating them like they were just. Dude, like my friends and roasted them because you started treating them like people instead of like objects to be desired, exactly. And, and, and maybe, and, and, also, <laughs> and also, I felt like that they saw that I saw them flawed and I saw them as like equal whole beings.
1: This is a, this, I've heard this. Like phrase a lot is like I was nagging I, when, them when,
0: without neck, no knowing nagging them. and I don't, don't want to even bring that up because uh, I don't like that either. But I was. I, but it, it, it's not even that. It's like
1: because I, I fundamentally disagree with the concept of nagging. I think it, it's a disgusting idea. It uh, is. But like I hear guys always say like, "Well, when I started treating her like one of the guys, all of a sudden she was interested." It's like it's not because you started treating her like one of the guys, or because you like stop showing interest it's because the way in which most men know how to show interest Mm. is like creepy yeah like not that holding doors is creepy but when you hold every door and expect a thank you every time and then like have the sad look on your face when you don't get one Mm. you look kind of creepy you know i mean i'm not saying that's what you're doing i'm saying like there are those people who it's like okay so like i did all the things i was supposed to do i held the doors i bought the flowers i showed up on time i took the picture right Mm. it's like just because you went through the motions doesn't mean, like, she has to be into you. And what, okay. what you've done in the process of that is you've spent, a, you know, a week, a month, a year, however fucking long, mm. never letting this girl get to know any genuine thing about you. So now it's like, okay, what do I like about this guy? Why am I into him? Why does he want me to be into him?
0: Okay, but I have to ask Because to-
1: he does the same cliche that ev- shit that everyone's expected to do. I need... I need when a- you start acting like yourself, all of a sudden, girl's like, oh, like... He's kind of a unique motherfucker. Like, okay, what's I, had, he
0: about? I had I need a response from you on this. Hit me. because men are the same way. Like, if I res if, if once I if I, if I treat if I treat like guys who are like my friends and who are I'm known for, maybe like if I if I let's say I meet like a guy in a business situation or I just like meet a guy out, if I roast his fucking ass like off jump, I'm just like, what the fuck you doing with that? Like, I. I Ba blah I'm just roasting them ass. But he's laughing, his girl's laughing, like everyone's around laughing. I'm joking. He respects me more mm. now than if I was just like, "Hey, how you doing, Chris? Oh yeah, I work in finance or whatever, <laughs> like some bullshit." He respects me more if I come at him like, "Yo, dude, yeah." Oh, oh, for sure. So, so it's not just like a, it's not just like a, a, a f- treating a female just like. Like What's the difference between treating
1: somebody politely and treating somebody you friendly? You
0: know what I mean? Well, no, it's just because it, I'm this isn't that. None of this interaction is technically you would like if someone was listening to our conversation, doesn't feel friendly. But
1: what I'm saying is that's how you treat your friends, right? Like, they, what, what you do is talk shit. Yes. So, if you're talking shit, usually it's just people you feel comfortable with. Yeah. So, regardless how comfortable you actually are with me, if you're talking shit and I can tell this is genuine you, this is natural you, I, then genuine, I know yeah. this is friendly to you. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, this is like this is how you prefer to interact, and this is, like, this is how you, you get on with your friends and people who are close to you, so I know that's, like, a sign that you trust me and are, like, this is a relationship that's worthwhile. Yeah. Whereas, like, if you come in, like, OD stiff... I don't know anything about you. So, like, you could be the guy who talks shit. You could be the guy who's really friendly. (laughs) You could be the guy who has a southern accent. You could be the guy, you know, you could be a billion fucking guys. I don't know. If you come in, hi, I'm Chris and I work in finance. Nobody knows who that guy is. And very few people are that guy. I'm reluctant to say nobody's that guy because I work Some with a few of those guys. guys yeah. Oh, no, I've, I've definitely met a couple of those I'm guys. I'm
0: worried about those guys. No, guys and,
1: and those guys punch a clock yeah, and have their know. two weeks vacation yeah. and post it on Instagram at fucking Sandals Bahamas dude, dude, talking about yeah. best vacation
0: ever, exactly. bro. I'm going to Cancun. I it's always like, fucking blow I, me. Dude, like, I always wonder. I do about want to go to Cancun, the, though. So I I, <laughs> I'm mad at
1: Brian that, probably.
0: <laughs> Dude, those are I see those relationship out and like I see them with you know their significant out there and they're sitting there and I'm just like, what the fuck are they talking about and nothing, like what nothing yeah, at all and they're talking why, about fucking blue bloods or other exactly, shit Yeah, well you know like when we were out for dinner with Mary she seemed weird and like. I think Mike has been coming home late and now they're like, ah, I'm just like, Jesus. Like,
1: like, I used to love to gossip. My mother will tell you and carry on and on. Like, when mm-hmm. I was a kid, like all I wanted was the, the little stories. <laughs> it's like, what people don't understand about me as an adult is like, people will all like gossip. Like, I'm like oh my God, you'll never guess what happened at work today. It's like, Bitch, please. Like, have you heard some of my stories? <laughs> like, I have stories that end in people's deaths. So I have stories that end in arrest. I have stories that started with rapes and end with children. I got fucking stories. Yeah. So unless you bring in some noise, yeah. I really don't want to hear your story. <laughs> I got
0: time <tablet> with this <laughs>
1: bullshit. And especially because nobody knows how to tell a goddamn story. Everybody yeah. burns the fucking lead. If you got a story that's like, oh, like, Janice broke the copier at work, lead <laughs> with that. Don't give me eight minutes of background yeah. on Janice. But that's a whole other story. I hate people who can't, can't tell good stories. I'm sure you should feel the same way. People tell shitty jokes. I, I
0: have, yeah, I have a fucking theory about just the ability of, to tell stories. I think those are the people. The ability to tell a story and social intelligence will be always the leaders of any society.
1: You know, you know what's perfect proof of this, and I tell this to people all the time. Mm-hmm. And I, you want know to talk about like some prophetic type sounding shit? Mm-hmm. Somebody just said to me one day, and it made perfect sense to mm-hmm. me. Have you ever noticed the best people at telling stories are the people with the best stories? It,
0: exactly. Why it, do
1: you think that is? Because they don't give
0: a fuck. They don't. No, hear because the even. most
1: interesting people in the world know how to articulate themselves.
0: Yeah, and I guarantee <laughs> there's some great people. There's great people in stories that I tell. And they don't. I'm not even the man roller. Oh yeah, like, I tell yo, other people like, stories all the time. Yeah, that's yeah. my main
1: role in life. Yeah. My life's boring as fuck.
0: Yeah. Most then, of my stories are me. One, <laughs>
1: yo, I'm like yo, you'll Never yeah. believe this one time I was at this thing, right? And then yeah. cares of man.
0: And yeah. I'm not really doing shit in that entire story. Do undates? Do undates that go on like, it, like it, it, they end up being like this podcast because like we'll <laughs> talk about a subject and then I'll be like, oh man, like.
1: That's Chris's first time trying to hit on in this podcast market episode. I guarantee it's not the last.
0: Guarantee it probably is. <laughs> All right. But no, I was like, I was, I, we had, I was on a date recently, and we just talked about, like, I forget how it came up. It was about people getting hit in bar fights with bottles. And I was like, I had four stories about people getting hit with bottles in bar fights. And, like, all of them were, like, my friends, like, in bar fights with hitting someone with a bottle. And then one of them was, like, I can do like I'll tell you guys. I'll tell you two of them. One of them, like, my friend hit the wrong, got into an argument with a guy, then hit the wrong guy with a bottle.
1: Classic run-out test.
0: Yeah, dude, it was crazy. And the girl next to him got her face shattered with shrapnel (laughs) a bottle. One was another friend protecting me from getting like completely obliterated by a fucking punch. Hit a guy with a champagne bottle. bottle didn't Jesus. break. The Ooh. bottle didn't break. Ooh. They took him home in the ambulance. Night-night. Yeah. And, I don't, and then this, that, that story turned into like a what, what
1: situation are you angry and
0: drinking champagne? On New Year's. <laughs> yeah I guess that's the only place I can have him this turned into a three year ordeal that came into like a uh, a complete like it came to a col- like one moment that just like completely bowled over it was like the volcano exploded and it was just like a complete mess and yeah so like but that's why I do like, like uh, I just like if something comes up I'm like oh like no, this shit happened. It's because we we've lived life. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah exactly. And and you've seen like that shit happen in real life.
0: And it's just like to And the you hear boring like, people tell a story like, "Oh my god, I was out
1: on Friday night and like somebody swung at somebody with a beer bottle. Yeah, it was crazy, exactly. bro." And like, I was like, <laughs> "Did he break it and stab him after?" <laughs> yeah. No. Why are you telling me this story? It sounds like every other Friday night.
0: But dude, <laughs> it's it's we could like the the one thing I can say that like and I'm sure if you can't say this then like you need to reevaluate shit whoever I'm speaking to I don't feel like I've accomplished everything that I could accomplish nope. and I, I have not accomplished everything that I will accomplish but as far as
1: if you don't I'm, feel that way I hope you're dead I don't, yeah. in, a, in a mean way I mean if you've gotten that level of success you've taking up space or if you've gotten that level of depression, you ought to call it my man. Yeah. I said that's someone with deep psychological <laughs> <Yeah>. issues.
0: <laughs> but the life experiences and the shit that like I've saw and that I've from, mm. through our stories that you've seen and experiences and shit like that, I feel like i it's been like such a fucking roller coaster. I and I feel like it hasn't even begun to, and I can if we could, if if we wanted to make this 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 whole podcast about just like stories and like shit that we've been through or people we known... And can I be it.
1: honest with you know about that? Because I swore like I have dope stories. I you know, I I I we I can will, make the whole thing I, about that. I will that. tell millions of stories. Yeah. But as I've gotten older, I've just like one of the things that really smacked me in the face and humbled me is I swore I had the dopest stories. Mm-hmm. And you get, the only thing that happens as you get older is you meet cooler people.
0: Oh, yeah. And my stories
1: seem less cool every person I tell them to. Yeah. Because, like, I got this one story, right? And then, like, you tell that to somebody for, you know, the hundredth time you tell that story, that's mm. the dumbest story you tell. Yeah. And it's like, oh, I got this one story, you know, I met fucking Will Smith and I played fucking basketball with Jerry Rice or, like, whatever crazy wild shit, right? Yeah. And somebody's like, oh yeah, actually, uh Jay Rice was my neighbor growing up. Me, you know, yeah. me and him used to toss the ball around the backyard. Uh, me and his son Jimmy, you know, we just play AAU together and you know now I'm actually going to his wedding next week. And it's like, well, fuck my whole story, right? Yeah. Like And you meet more and more of those people the older you get. And so it's just like, I'm like weary now. I'm like, yeah, my stories ain't that ill.
0: No, like, I I guarantee- John
1: ja Rule tried to fuck my girlfriend in front of me. Like, really? yup, that's a true story. Like, that's a story that sounds dope, right? Yeah. I'm guaranteeing you. A billion percent. Yeah. Somebody, somebody listening to this story, story has Friday a better job Rule
0: story. It's Friday the same night. <laughs> probably. I, I,
1: actually, I, I, knowing how small our listeners are, yeah. I know for a fact several people who are there <laughs> that are listening to this podcast. So shut up, my ex-girlfriend and everyone who is there. But the, 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 the broadness
0: world. of your stories, I think that they probably won't. They won't have the there John Rose. It was Firefest. Fuck Firefest. Facts. <laughs> um. Yeah, I, I just. Well, the here's... Okay, so, like, we talked about how, like, you approach uh, a meeting when you're with, like, people who started companies at, like, 20 years old. Yeah. And, like, that's, like, my... Because I, I approach the thing... I approach the same way when, like, I tell a story because, like, I know that you have one or two stories from, like, depending on where you're from. Yeah. But you don't have... I've just seen too much in... Social, I know. Like either you've been your your stories are from like the suburbs, or your stories are from the hood. Mm. And I got I get, I got a little bit of both, I so I say, know. That's why I love having both. Yeah, it's, you need to have
1: but, both. But here's the thing: it's easy to say that, right? But then mm. I have no idea what stories from like the hills are like. Like if you if you grew up in like Highland Park in Dallas, right? You yeah. grew up, you know, in, on in Kentucky. You actually, no, I know some people from Nantucket. I have some Nantucket mm. stories. Uh, where you grew up Like in Beverly Hills And you know These like crazy rich Like you, the Hamptons Like you know what I mean You grew up in those Kind of places I have no idea What that kind of wealth Is like mm-hmm. there, there was a kid I met who used to live Downstairs for me Cool dude I fucking love this kid He's like mad fucking You know Really nice guy he like went to some like yuppie like private school with like the fucking Cullen brothers. What? Like they like went to like boarding school together in like high school. That's and it's true. like not it was nothing like crazy. It wasn't like one of those like elitist things. But like you just never know. Like yeah. he was a mad regular dude. You know fucking you know we'd smoke weed together and like play fucking acoustic guitar or whatever. You know what I mean? Yeah. Mad regular dude. And then it's like oh okay like that like you had those like you never know what people's experience could be like.
0: Yeah. Man. Dude,
1: I I had a. An, I will elaborate on this story another time when we're not already, like, an hour and 40 minutes into a podcast. Well, I how long we are. There was a, a point in time in my life where, for about three and a half years, mm. I traveled, I, I went on, like, five or six different vacations that mm. were completely paid for top to bottom by a 50-plus-year-old gay man who, like, put me up in five-star hotels and, like, you know, paid for my flights all around the country and, like, took mm. me to, like, a crazy places I would have never seen otherwise. Mm-hmm. And nothing exchanged. Yeah. There was no money. There was no sex. There was nothing at all. Like, just like, out of nowhere, I randomly met this guy who, like, did these things for me. Yeah. Everyone has weird stories like that, yeah. I've realized. That, like, not you know not that in particular, but something just as crazy. Yeah. You know what I mean? They met this famous person. I learned how to play an instrument from this person. I, you know, grew up in a foreign country. Like, all these... Everybody's experiences are different. That's why your stories and being able to tell them well... Is so important.
0: Yeah, like exactly. if
1: you can't tell your story, no one fucking will. Yeah, you know what I mean. That's the only way. Oh my God, you want to talk about a fucking life epiphany?
0: <laughs> the- I felt that. I felt that come from the sky. Sorry, yeah. That stuff. like one <laughs> of my biggest things
1: ever has always been like, what do you want out of life? Right. Yeah. And Everybody's got their goals. Everybody's got what they want to achieve. And like I said before, you know, I, my my always wanting to be great mindset is always my about where I draw the line for myself mm. is. I think, you know, greatness of some level is being able to be remembered at least one generation out by some people who weren't your family. Mm. If by the time, like, your grandchildren are adults, Mm -hmm. anyone outside your family knows who you are and something about you, I think you lived a pretty great life.
0: That's the interesting perspective.
1: Yeah, I mean, like, you have to have some staying power.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: And I think one (laughs) of the things I've always known and maybe just identified in this very moment is staying power is attached to your ability to communicate your story. Mm-hmm. Doesn't matter what your story is. If no one else knows your story, there is no staying power. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like we we you know live in the Northeast. Everything here was built 300 years ago, right? Yeah. No one knows any of the people who built these buildings except the ones they're named after. Yeah. The Adams, the Hancocks, the you know, et cetera, et cetera. Mm-hmm. It's like. Oh, there's a billion fucking architects nobody knows about because they didn't know how to you know tell their stories well, didn't have the connections to do so. And yeah. that's why in the age of the internet, everybody being in charge of their own story is so fucking important, man.
0: Yeah, it's it's super. It's always been important. That's why. Well, we yeah, know. I'm
1: saying, but no, we we couldn't do it before.
0: Yeah, we could. We, we could. Like you didn't own the radio. We, you, you, you didn't own the media. You it. didn't you own the paper. It. Yeah, that's why.
1: Shit, I make this point to people all the time. It, there are like. Just about now, I'd say, you're getting to a generation where most, I think we can comfortably say, you expect every black person you meet to know how to read and write.
0: Yeah.
1: That's new. And I'm not saying that as a slight against black people. I'm saying we got captive, like kidnapped, brought to a new land, and weren't allowed to communicate in any la- tongue or written language we were like accustomed to. Mm-hmm. And so to learn to read and write in English was like, withheld from us for hundreds of years. Yeah. And so just got reintroduced around I, I don't know The f- 40s maybe Yeah. If I'm being real generous To white people yeah. you know, We're talking about a mass scale Like the s- late 60s You know what I mean? Yeah. Early 70s So it's like Yo my dad was born in 55 Yeah You know, He was in high school uh, Puts him in high school What? 68 uh, or whatever Yeah It's like that's like,
0: <laughs> Smack dab That's what I mean That's like the right. second
1: generation Of yeah. high school for black people yeah. Ever
0: Yeah In this country that's fucking nuts, bro. Which is, like, it's, it's disturbing because a lot of people are like, oh, well, like, racism is over, and, like... That's yeah. what I mean. It's like, yeah, well, like, you think, like, have you, like, dissected this even, like, a little bit? Like, like to think about how soon some of these, like, oppressions were and, like, that where we're at right now, and it's like... That like
1: civilized education in your family has been a thing for fourteen generations, where it's been a thing in mine for the past four, and then there's a gap for three hundred fucking years. <laughs> yeah,
0: and in <the> and, <laughs> even... and it was
1: prior like we were crushing it over on our and, own content. And
0: then other elements of, like just business opportunities. Oh yeah, like, I mean, am saying like all, like
1: all that to me is always connected to education.
0: Oh yeah, it's always, always.
1: You can't control the market if you don't understand the language they're speaking, man. Yeah, I don't know. That was a very inspirational but slightly depressing note to end on. Are we ending there or do you want to carry it forward?
0: I think we are fucking... I mean, we're in an hour and 40. Uh, we should... No, because the one piece
1: of bad feedback I got is that we'd be going on, on too long. So I feel like an hour 45 yeah. is at least an improvement for
0: us. We're Gucci. <laughs> we're Gucci. I hope you uh, I
1: hope you guys learn some shit. Uh, if you want to hear a little bit more about the... The behind the scenes here we're doing some little branding exercises trying to figure out what we want to be uh i think the number one thing we definitely want to be is somewhere in the middle of the road a voice against fuckery and more than anything else like a voice for y'all man like my biggest thing about having a podcast about having a platform in general is like i want to cover shit that people care about i want to cover shit that people want a new take on uh I am narcissistic enough to think that my viewpoint is unique and different than others, yeah. and so if there's shit that you want to hear what we have to say about, then you let us
0: know. I, yeah, I, I completely agree with that. I just I want people to feel like this is theirs. Like, I feel like that we do the speaking, but like I want people to feel like, oh, well, like this is my podcast, so I'm going to write in, I'm going to email these guys and not know they're going to respond. We at, at first, we'll be able to read all, all the emails. Yeah, I mean, for real. Hopefully... I'll be able to read every
1: fucking email you send. So if you <laughs> yeah. have anything to say, by all means, late to work podcast at gmail dot com. Late to work podcast at gmail dot com. Write that shit down because if I send one, three times, I'll punch you in the motherfucking face. Late to work podcast
0: at gmail dot com. Hit us up. And then hopefully we get to like live podcasts where we're traveling around the country and shit like that, and we get to interact with you guys That'd be and dope. have a conversation. And you guys reach back on these old podcasts and we just, um, unpackage all these ideals and cause we're learning too. So like we need your experience. You guys hopefully gain something from ours, but, um, this is what it is, man. We're just exploring. We're all traveling through this shit. No one knows shit and we're just getting our opinion. So hopefully learn something from this podcast, listen to the, uh, behind the mic podcast and we're gonna be just like three podcasts just yeah, is, smack dab like, yeah we're dropping a lot coming yeah. in
1: real quick actually y'all probably won't hear this for a few days
0: if I'll be honest with you just have some feedback for us please
1: yeah. have something to say let us know uh, with that uh, like I said before you got the email underscore late to work uh, on Twitter obviously catch us on SoundCloud late to work with numeral two on all these uh, catch my man here at only Chris Allen I'm at MGainer22. I'm uh, find me on anything, complain to me about everything, and hear me respond to it here. All right. Peace, love, and happiness, y'all.
0: Peace.